welcome to the Defenders Podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Mel. I'm Matt. And I'm Robin. Woo! Yeah, we just had three weeks off and now we're back. Yeah. Yay! Most of us are sick. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we're all really... Well, that's what happens when there's no Netflix shows to watch. We just become sick because we have no purpose in life. What? I've been right. watching House Isn't that right, guys? It's all about power. <laughs> I've been watching The Littlest Hobo. <laughs> <laughs> that's all about power too right <laughs> absolutely <laughs> every, every, every 23 minute episode fits so much into it <laughs> it's all about bite power <laughs> yeah, so good. oh love it so this is a very special episode um to celebrate that we are less than one week until daredevil season two is released on netflix which is kind of crazy because it feels like just yesterday we were doing season one. Um, and it was uh, yesterday. But we have less than one week. I, 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 was, I, I, <laughs> I've been doing, uh, I've been writing questions for the, the app quiz up and I've been rewatching season one and I've been loving it. I can't wait. <laughs> I thought you two. finished it though. No, I've been still working through it. I have three more to go. I'm going to probably do those today. Oh, cool. Um, so to celebrate that, we thought we would take a, a quick look at some of the previous cinematic or big screen and small screen um, incarnations of uh, Punisher and Elektra, who are both going to obviously be appearing for the first time in season two. Um, and we should really say, out of us who had seen what before, Robin, you can go first. Oh, actually, I should say, I'd seen all of these things we're about to discuss before, and I haven't rewatched any of them for this podcast because I've seen them so many times, I know them all really well. Um, Lucky you. But Robin, <laughs> you had seen some of them and some of them you hadn't. So which ones were you, were you watching for the first time for this? I'd seen Elektra, but I hadn't seen the director's cut. Um, so <laughs> I watched that. Um, I've seen the Dolph Punisher and uh, I didn't remember it, so that was like watching for the first time. I've seen the Thomas Jane Punisher. Um, I'd never seen Dirty Laundry, the short, or War Zone, the horror film. <laughs> and Matt and Mel? Uh, I've seen none of this actually. <laughs> actually, well, you showed me you showed me the the short Punisher thing like a week or two before we decided. Yeah, the Dirty Laundry. And yeah. Didi, which ones did you guys get to get to watch for the podcast? Oh. Did you watch all? Oh, wow. Because <laughs> we weren't sure which ones you were going to say. Oh, cool. So, and I also, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do too. As you should, as you should. Oh, so, no. just, to, uh, just to confirm, what we will be discussing today is the first live-action Punisher film, uh, The Punisher from 1989. That uh, was directed by Mark Goldblatt. Then there was The Punisher from 2004. That was directed by Jonathan Hensley. Then you had The Punisher Warzone. Um, obviously put Warzone on the end there to differentiate it from the others. That was 2008, directed by Alexi Alexander. Then in uh, 2012, there was a fan film uh, called Punisher Dirty Laundry, which we're going to discuss briefly. And then also the live-action Electra movie, which was kind of a sequel to the Daredevil movie we covered this time last year, mm. and that was released in 2005, directed by Rob Bowman um, of The X-Files, I yes. should say. <laughs> Did you guys... So, <laughs> I, I lied. 
I lied. We I didn't watch all of them. Yeah, okay. I fell asleep <gasps> during Warzone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she watched everything except the last twenty minutes of Warzone. I fell asleep. Right, yeah. As long as you saw the best the best moment in it, that's fine, which I think you would have. It's the best moment the best. in any I oh, did. So so uh, did you did you guys watch that fight that I sent you between uh, Punisher and Red Hood? Oh yes, I did. Oh no, I didn't see it. Oh, I need oh. to watch it still. <laughs> oh, I will watch it after this. Wins. Who wins? It's a mystery. Go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to tell you, Mel, and we're not going to tell our listeners. They have to go and check it out. We'll put it on the on the group. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to mention a couple of quick bits of news before we get started. Um, so this week, we actually got a release date for the Luke Cage series, which is really cool. And it's going to be the 30th of September. So around the time that um, everyone thought it was going to be. So it, it gives it, again, that kind of six-month window in between shows. And then we'll probably be looking at Iron Fist, I imagine, um, early next year. In those sort of early, you know, the start of the year in the spring. Um, so you guys excited for that? No, I'm going to be out. I'm going to be too busy watching Twin Peaks. Oh, you will. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Are you still that time? That's, it's heavily rumored to be early next year, yeah. All right, well, yeah. sorry. I guess we won't have Matt on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Matt will just be going, I really like the bit where they went into the woods and, like, they did this and then, like, picked up the log and we'll be like, uh, I don't remember Iron Fist doing that. Oh, no, 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 I mean Twin Peaks. <laughs> Isn't there going to be a crossover? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, oh, Iron Fist cross with Twin Peaks would be amazing. <laughs> Marvel's that Twin so good. Marvel's Twin Marvel's Peaks. To, oh, Marvel's Twin Peaks. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like hugging myself, like oh, the best thing ever. <laughs> um, so another bit of news we haven't discussed on the podcast. I don't think we did was the announcement of uh, Finn Jones playing Iron Fist. I don't think we actually covered that in our last episode because that's been in the last three weeks. Yeah. So it was announced that Finn Jones will be playing the role of Danny Rand, otherwise known as Iron Fist. Um, it hasn't officially been announced by Marvel, as far as I know, but um, a lot of the, the big magazines like Entertainment Weekly and Vanity Fair have confirmed it. So it seems to be legit. What do you guys think of this casting? I don't know him. He's from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I like oh, him in Game play? of Thrones. Um and uh, who do you play? oh, uh, he plays uh, Sir Loris. Uh, oh, right, yeah, I did hear that. Okay, um, yeah, I, I'm he's got very excited. nice curly hair. It's, it's funny because it's like, uh, uh, I know him as Sir Loris and nothing else, and I don't know Iron Fist, so I don't think I'm really qualified to actually say good casting <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he's he's probably too pretty. I don't know, we'll see. He seems very charismatic in a couple of interviews I've seen, um, which I think is a, a good thing for the role. So I'm, I'm excited um, to see him. It's actually interesting. I will mention as well, I was recently on the um, Nutty Bites podcast and we were discussing whitewashing in films, obviously with the Oscar controversy uh, for the Oscars this year. And there's been a bit of controversy over the casting of Iron Fist. Um, we did discuss that for, for a bit and which was, it was a really interesting topic to go over. So if you guys want to hear us talking about that, look for the Nutty Bites podcast, um, episode on whitewashing. Um, I think he's a really good choice because, you know, Iron Fist is traditionally this kind of rich, privileged white boy who gets involved in this world of Kung Fu he doesn't really know much about. So it's, it's kind of great. Um, well, there's also been rumours... 
Do you guys think it's white? What, do you guys think it's whitewashing? The character was always white. I don't <laughs> think so. What I what I said on on night what I said on Nutty Bites was um, if it's a character where it really makes no difference in terms of their 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 race. For instance, Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four movie, like the the recent right. one. Johnny Storm is a character where it doesn't really matter what race he is. The, the, I, the main problem I had with the casting in that was they didn't cast... They, they, they cast a, a Caucasian actress to play his sister, and then they had to put in the whole adoption thing where I was, I was like, oh, why not just... It wasn't the script or the cast... action or the movie? Well, no, well, I mean, it was terrible, <laughs> but in terms of the casting... Uh, you know, why not just cast a, a black actress to play Sue Storm as well? Because, again, it doesn't really make any difference to that character. If you have a character who's got, like, um, a Irish Catholic background, like Daredevil, it makes sense for him to be a, a, a white, be played by a white actor. Um, obviously, characters like Luke Cage and Misty Knight were created in part from the whole black exploitation um, inspired by black exploitation movies so you can't switch their you know their skin color that's what i kind of think as well about iron fist i'm hoping that we get some awesome other characters in the iron fist show and it has been rumored like shang chi um who is another master of kung fu who in the comics is chinese i believe that would be really cool this just this whole thing reminds me of uh, Punisher Warzone and that one character who's like a black man with like a Polish name or something. <laughs> he's Jamaican. It's awesome. But um, I think he's got a Polish name and a Jamaican accent <laughs> or an Irish accent. No, I'm oh, talking. I'm talking about the main, the good guy, the FBI guy or whatever. Oh, the FBI. Yes, yeah. It it's something, something. Salmon. It's like something something ski. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. With the Iron Fist casting, you keep. Either way, you're screwed because exactly you cast a white guy, then it's just the old age-old uh, cultural appropriation where the white guy goes in, learns the ways of these people, and he's automatically better than everyone. Mm-hmm. And if you go with a Asian guy, then you're like, oh, he's he's good, he's good at martial arts, so he has to be Asian, huh? You know. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, exactly. yeah, exactly. You can't win. It's uh, yeah. so I've I've got no issues with it. I think if, if we get the characters that have been rumored to be supporting characters in Iron Fist, like Colleen Wing and Shang Chi, then we'll have some really awesome um, Asian characters, which would be great. And I don't think we have to. There'd have to be an Asian an Asian actor cast as Iron Fist to tick a box you know it that's that's not a reason to to do that um it's it's so like, yeah. it's like if i didn't know spider-man and then i got miles morales as my first spider-man i think i'd be like mm-hmm. this is cool and everything but like i thought spider-man was this uh white dude from brooklyn you know i i don't know i i don't feel like it's oh, a, how like dare a, you i know spider-man is from queens robin he's from queens oh he's from queens <laughs> for a second there, i thought you were gonna keep me a racist somebody like no wrong burrow <laughs> idiot <laughs> get out <laughs> uh, um you're he's so burrowist the, he's from the same area as jessica jones robin how yeah, dare you sorry i just yeah. think brooklyn for everybody at this point because they're all filmed there <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 
it is it, like Devin Faraci actually uh, posted an article on Birth Movies Death that was like in making the decision whether or not to uh, making the decision in a lose lose uh, situation they picked Marvel picked lose because <laughs> it was like yeah, you're gonna exactly. lose either way. So. Exactly, it's you know. But I did read. I've, like, I've got no problems with it. I I, I trust their casting. I've liked the, the character, the actors they've cast for the other three defenders. So I I trust them. You know, um, we'll just have to have to see what happens. I um, speaking both of sides. Spidey, sorry. I was just say I understand both sides. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Oh no, that's okay. Speaking of um, Spidey, the other sort of bit of news this week was there was the. Uh, the next trailer released for Captain America: Civil War, and we got our first look at Spider-Man. Yay! Did you guys see that trailer? Uh, no. Nope. Oh, well, Spider-Man's in it very, very briefly at the end, but there's a lot of people, as the internet tends to be, go, "Oh, I don't like his costume." Oh, moan, 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 moan. <laughs> um, he's, he's in it for like two seconds. He looks, he looks good. You know, again, we'll just have Sorry, all I heard about it was from Matt's brother who posted something like, why does Spider-Man sound like a 12-year-old? I don't know. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I wasn't even aware this happened. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched uh, in, the heart of yep. the, in the Heart of the Sea over the weekend, and it was like, Thor and Spider-Man team up against a whale. It's amazing. <laughs> well, apparently it was, it was um, revealed as well this week that um, because John Bernthal, who's playing the Punisher, and Tom Holland playing Spider-Man, they were in a film together. I can't I can't remember which one it was. Um, they sort of did their auditions for the Punisher and Spider-Man uh, around the same time, which is kind of cool. Mm. And they're like buddies in real life, so John Bernthal was always like, you have know, you noticed complimenting Tom Holland? Have you noticed John Bernthal's earlobes yet? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're kind of adorable. They're like little wings. <laughs> Aww, he's like it's like the little Captain America helmet. Aww. <laughs> um. I also posted on the Facebook group a uh, very quick interview or Q&A with the cast of Daredevil, um, well, with John Bernthal, Deborah Ann Wall, and Charlie Cox. And it is spoiler-free pretty much, so you guys can see it, and it's it's quite funny. It's really adorable. Particularly John Bernthal's answers are hilarious, um, and it's only a couple of minutes long. It won't spoil you on anything, so I highly suggest um, looking for that on the group. Gunpowder. Gunpowder. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our discussion of The Punisher. So, the first movie we were going to discuss was the original Punisher movie starring Dolph Lundgren, The Punisher from 1989, directed by Mark Goldblatt. What did you guys think of <laughs> Dolph, Dolph Lundgren as The Punisher and his designer stubble, which is kind of amazing and looks like it's drawn on? It is drawn on. <laughs> it's like airbrushed on. It's like a yeah. definite line, like a stencil's been used. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. It looks like a comic book. <laughs> yeah. It really does. I like Are you guys disappointed that he didn't have his, his uh, traditional skull t-shirt? Like, he doesn't wear that at all in the film? Give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know nothing about the Punisher, so I guess I don't give. It, that's why I don't give a shit. But mm. I like the villain in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the villain. I, she I was love like super the, terrifying. Villain is a female because yeah. you don't get that that often. Like, I mean, you you get it more in terms of if you have a a, um, a female lead. Like looking at like the Catwoman movie, 
you have the villain be a woman because then you have women fight and then you know it's still mm. kind of an antiquated thing that you can't have in films a woman fighting a, a male villain um, but I, you, you know, that's why they have the uh, to getting to Electra movie later. That's why they have the Typhoid Mary character go up against Electra, and it's just completely for. Is like, that who she, 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 she was? Oh yeah, to... we'll, we'll we'll get to that, Matt. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I'm I'm uh, I'll have steam coming out my ears by that point. Um, <laughs> but I really like that it. it's a female villain in this film, and uh-huh. that she is basically this kind of yakuza boss, and she's very you know very smart and manipulative i thought that was a cool choice yeah and she was kind of scary i thought yeah especially like the end part where she gets defeated i was like oh that's kind of scary it's it's so 80s <laughs> but like the japanese takeover and oh stuff. i know i know <laughs> yeah. I love that. The, the japanese are gonna rule the world i love soon. that about the 80s like yeah. blade runner and all that stuff like yeah that. <laughs> all these visions of the everybody's speaking japanese yeah <laughs> it's kind of like the early 2000s where, where everybody's like oh we'll be speaking chinese in the future but yeah 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 like firefly the movie chinese throws like a like a like a decoy bad guy at us too, because it's uh, Jerome yeah. Crave or whatever his name is. Dude's from like yeah. The Fugitive and Living Daylights, like uh, just classic bad guy. But then it t- turns out like he's not the worst bad guy in this movie. Yeah, mm. yeah, that was fun. I like mm. it. I thought it had some like really clever moments in it, like that um, yeah. with the villain for what seems to be. A, a low budget kind of just straight up action film. I mean, it's not even really a comic book film. It's because you haven't the character. You know, Dolph Lundgren's character wouldn't have even had to have been the Punisher. He could have just been any like any character, and it just a you know 80s action film. But it had some clever bits. One thing I didn't like was his little sidekick Shakespearean actor who speaks in rhyme. I was like, oh, oh, gosh. oh. yeah, it was funny because I kept like going, was that a Oh, he's he's making rhymes. Was that a rhyme? I don't. <laughs> he is a thespian. Okay. okay, you're only allowed. Uh, you have to. One of these two characters has to follow you around the rest of your life. Either the Shakespearean actor guy or John Panette from the other Punisher movie. Oh God. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I probably would get more into singing opera with John Panette than uh, <laughs> I would be dealing with this guy's voice. Yeah. I feel this, like I this guy, the- every time he spoke, and it was that kind of, it was just such a a, a, a stereotype of like a, a failed English actor. I'm an actor. I'm a lovey, and I I must always speak in the bard's prose. And I was just like, oh, like every time he spoke, it just hurt me. So yeah, not Jean him. Jean would always be cooking for you. <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah, a, and he's a trying terrible. to dance with you. Trying to dance with you, always, always like making fat jokes. Oh, I make <laughs> really? them with him. Yeah, me too, buddy. All right, all right, I'll give you that. I don't know. Um, I'd love I, to hang out with Jim and Ben Foster and um, Rebecca Romaine. That'd be great. No, not uh, me. I think about the '89 <laughs> Punisher. I, I, I love that it brings another like '89, uh, 1980s like classic uh, actor. Um, with Louis Gossett Jr. as yeah. his, uh, his ex-partner, I like yeah. seeing Louis Gossett Jr. Big Iron Eagle fan. Oh yeah, and I like that he's kind of the Punisher, and that is kind of this um, urban legend character. It's only that bit where they see him, I think, outlined in the the door, isn't it? That they're like, oh, "Here's the Punisher. He's real," mm-hmm. and he's like How running around the sewers and stuff like Angel. How does he operate in the comics? Is he like out in the out in the public, or is he like a shadowy figure? Um, I think he's been written both ways. I don't really know what it is at the moment because I don't really follow the Punisher. Um, 
I think it's kind of a bit of both. Mm. I love how uh, he was saving the know. kids. That whole that whole sequence with the bus and everything. I love that whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I, I that think one. This is my favorite Punisher movie. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Reluction. I really liked it. I, the mob boss's kid was badass. I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So good. I love. I love like badass kids from uh, like the eighties and nineties films. Uh, it was. It actually reminded me of the kid in this. I was listening to an old episode of the Film Vault the other day, and they were talking about the kid in RoboCop Two, that just like takes over. If you guys have seen it, he he takes over the. Um, this like drug this drug empire when the leader gets taken and he's like this kid who's like nine but he's like such a badass he's so evil he just takes over i love it <laughs> then he then he just gets shot like any other mug yeah exactly yeah oh it's great mm-hmm. i'm like oh children getting shot great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well if they're evil clear <laughs> you're allowed <laughs> to shoot evil children <laughs> evil children are the worst uh, so anything else to talk about with this one or let's uh, go on to the next one? Just so you know, I did uh, create a special section in our rating sheets where we could rate each one of these movies. So um, can we do that? Like just, we don't even have to call yeah. the rating systems, just a quick, what out of 10 do you give it? It's really hard because like, I, I love bits out of each of the Punisher movies and I think if I put them together it would be the perfect Punisher movie, but... <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I left no, everything. Oh, no, sorry. 10, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> we didn't talk about how the Punisher hangs out in sewers naked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's always also really clean sewers. <laughs> They're like the sewers in Sunnydale. I didn't think that meditating naked was a thing, but I guess it is. <laughs> Amongst human feces and stuff. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, uh, oh. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't have the. He didn't have the skull on his shirt, but he did have it. Uh, these tiny little skulls on the daggers and stuff. Oh yeah, on the daggers. But uh, yeah, the skull. The skull, I guess, was. It's always been kind of a ridiculous costume if you try to translate it to real life. But not for bros. Yeah. So they didn't yeah. do it. Dude, dude, bros love wearing that skull. Yeah. I I have that on a t-shirt. Thank you very much. As well You're as dude, bro. <laughs> Well, I will say, because you guys haven't been able to see the trailers, obviously, for the new series, when mm-hmm. I was on the other Murdoch Papers podcast, there's um, Christine and I were discussing the second, uh, I think, it, no, the first part of the, the trailer, and it looks like they might have, like, an interesting twist on the reason he wears the skull. That's all I'll say. But I kind of think that's interesting, because like you say, it is sort of a hard thing to sometimes translate to... Um, to film, I think they did it a bit weird in the uh, the 2004 Punisher, which we'll get to in a minute. Well, that director like didn't want to show it at all. I, yeah, I, I read some trivia on that movie, and she didn't want to show that at yeah. all, and ended up being kind of forced into it. Well, you mean Lexi Alexander? Yeah. Which, oh no, I mean way... about the 2004 Punisher, the the oh, um, okay. the oh, yeah. Jonathan Hensley one. Yeah, yeah. And um, do we want to rate this one then? Yes. I'm gonna throw Mel under the Yay. under the Punisher truck. Mel, I, you go. I don't hear any ratings? I'm sorry. I have well, give, just give it a number instead of a rating system. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I liked it. I like. I love '80s movies. Me if too. you give me an nice. '80s movie nice. with like a good '80s soundtrack, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't remember if the, this had a good sound. I don't know, but as long as it seems it had 80s, the 80s feel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm all over it. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it a seven because I have to take... A, 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 I think it was great. I really enjoyed it. Like, it's definitely a watch again. I haven't seen it as many times as the other two Punishers, mainly because... There's, um, it is a great 80s film. There's some um, bits that do irritate me, mainly the, the thespian sidekick. So I'm going to give it a seven. He amused me more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think ah. I'll give it a... Uh, oh, oh, sorry. I'll give it a... Uh, I'll give it a 6.5. <laughs> I, I liked it, Aww. but it wasn't like an actual good movie. It was like probably my favorite Punisher movie, though. That, that, that means <laughs> um, there was no like love interest in this one, was there? No, not really. Extra points. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I really liked it. So I'm gonna give it uh, eight point five out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna give it eight point five out of ten. Badass mob kids. And you remembered. <laughs> watching this as a kid didn't you no know? i never no seen your it. cousin had a video cassette of i always saw the yeah the video cassette uh at his place and he said he didn't like it because simply because punisher didn't wear the shirt oh <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> yeah and i think i like it i you're you're right it's that 80s 80s uh sheen to it the the fact that it's that it's so clearly an 80s movie that makes it a little bit more charming and less unexcusable than the other ones <laughs> Because I, I, I thought, I thought I, you and Mel would enjoy it, Matt, just because of the the eightiesness. Like I thought you would have been, enjoy it because of that. So yeah. yeah, that's cool. I mean, I watched like yeah. all four of these movies in the last few weeks, and it's like I'm just like, man, I really don't like The Punisher. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree that I mean, what, one of the things I think this shows is none of these Punisher films were like a massive success. It's obviously a formula they keep trying to get right. I think the one that is almost most accurate in terms of The Punisher is the short film, the fan film, which we'll, we'll get to in a bit. Really? And to me, that length of a film about The Punisher is just perfect. And as I've said before, I don't think The Punisher is a character that could that can hold a film. I think he's, you know, the, the thing with these two characters, Punisher and Elektra, I don't think either of them are characters that can hold a film. And that's why I like the fact that they're supporting characters, but I wouldn't want either of them to get their own Netflix series. I used to love when the Punisher would show up in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a great character. You know, like, really interesting. But, yeah, enough yeah. about the skull shirt. Let's see the white boots here, live action people. White Don't boots. White, white boots. White gloves. Yes. <laughs> white, white belt. And the big white belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's his costume? That's his classic costume. Is it? My little Punisher is hanging out with uh, Daredevil and Electra on my desk at the moment, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to the 2004 oh picture, shall we? Oh <laughs> Mel, Mel's discovered the, the costume. There's uh, <laughs> like an actual dude dressed up in this costume. Oh, too. this is like a... This is like well, a Halloween costume or something. It's pretty... I do, I do own a pair of white boots for my Jessica Jones outfit, so nice. I was thinking, if I'm going to a convention this year and I can't afford a costume, maybe female Punisher. I've got all my boots, I've got white trousers. Yeah, I draw. Lady, oh, please. please clear. I might actually draw on the stubble just for you guys. <laughs> Amazing, I love it. That would be funny. And I could I could put my hair up and have it in a little black wig and just mumble <laughs> and, and glare at people. 
Amazing. Uh, so let's get on to the 2004 Punisher, directed by Jonathan Hensley. Uh, we should we obviously mentioned in the it, with the first one that um, Frank Castle was played by Dolph Lundgren. In the 2004 one, um, the Punisher was played by Thomas Jane. Controversial. This is probably the most famous. Yeah, I mean, it's very weird as well because the first time you see him, he's blonde and South African, <laughs> which is very strange <laughs> because you get that little backstory at the start of him as this. Uh, agent you kind of see him and go the punisher okay. is he blonde in real life yeah yeah he's blonde in real why life why do they yeah. keep picking blonde in real life actors to play the punisher <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't they didn't I this time know. for daredevil season two when he has his hair black it looks very strange it looks like properly dyed black hair yeah. you know like you can no, tell yeah, not, not, as, not as bad as ray stevenson yeah ray stevenson really oh yeah <laughs> yeah, it's funny when when Thomas Jane returns home after being undercover as a South African gangster, uh, and he's got his hair all black. I'm like, are we supposed to assume that that's his real hair color? And he dyed it. <laughs> Come on, he's, he's yeah. in hiding now, Robin. Like, you wanna, I, like I want to shine my shoes with that hair. <laughs> but I was like, at first when exactly. I started watching this, I was like. I thought this was supposed to be a bad movie. I was like really enjoying the first bit of it, like with the family yeah. and everything. I was like, this is a good movie. I liked the entire movie except, except for... for the comic relief side of the apartment people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll mention a couple of things. So with with this um, with this movie, I haven't read or, or I haven't read a lot of or I haven't read them for many years. The Punisher runs. I know a lot of this run was based on. Uh, Welcome back, Frank, I think it's called, I believe, by Garth Ennis. So the characters, like the three kind of sidekick characters, are all from that run. And I think the Russian guy is as well, and the the kind of Johnny Cash-like assassin, I think. So they they were inspired a lot by that. Um, So... Yeah, it's. I, I think this is the most uneven of the films, to be honest, because there are. I, I love uh, with this film. There's a lot more scenes that I I love, and there's a lot more scenes I absolutely hate, mm. and I don't think it meshes well. The whole thing of like the fight with the Russian is very cartoony. Um, I love that scene. I think that fight's great. I think it's hilarious with the opera going on. But it doesn't really mesh with like manipulating John Travolta into chucking his wife off a railway bridge. Yeah. It's not the same film, you know. There's this. Um, uh, there's this. Like um, they try putting. I don't know if this is from the comics or not, but they try putting this like uh, you know, like Mel Gibson's Payback, uh, Bruce Willis's Last Man Standing, yeah. like this. This guy who's like playing both sides against each other, and then gets them to like kill each other. I, I, you know, the Punisher, from what I know, is supposed to just walk in and kill everybody in the room which means which which makes me kind of like emphasize more empathize more with this punisher um because this is more of like a like a revenge tale i feel more Mm -hmm. for this punisher than i do for any of the others because it's the actual people that killed his wife whereas in for instance uh war zone it's it's not the people that killed his wife it's you know it's, He's fucking it, Michael Myers in Warzone. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I, I love Warzone. <laughs> we'll get to Sorry. it. Well, the, um, this is the only one where we see the murder of his family, isn't it? It was pretty brutal. You it was it very, very briefly in Warzone. They killed the entire family reunion. I know. They killed, they killed Roy Schneider from Jaws. Yes. I was so they happy that he actually went out like shooting and started shoot. fighting because I was like, they better not yeah. just shoot 
uh, Roy Scheider without letting him, you know, say, smile, you son of a bitch, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and then they ran and over. And you know as well, as soon as he, like, goes, hey, Frank, look at these guns that I've made, <laughs> you know, I've customized, you're like, oh, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Anakin Skywalker ran over his, his wife and child. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. Yeah, Hayden Christensen. That was him, wasn't it? Yeah, I think, well. What? You look like him. I don't know. Yeah, he's like the son. It was the son who survived, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to look it up. Have a look. What did you guys think of the fact that he gets the skull from his kids like, Hey, Dad, look at this creepy t-shirt. I I don't like that. I hate that so much. Yeah. It's, no, I thought you know what Matt Matt said he was like that's actually like a plausible reason to wear such a stupid outfit. Yeah, that they made <laughs> it, it work. Is, but it's, I, it's I, a stupid um, souvenir I just from don't the like sun. Yeah. Well, how else would you make that work where he would actually wear it like and not be ridiculous? Like it's a reminder of his son. I really like that. Uh, by well, the I way, guess, J- I James Carpinello plays. Uh, oh, okay, Bob yeah. He's, You're wrong. He really looked. He really looked like. Aiden Christensen he in did. this movie. Yeah, yeah, he did look like. So, what did you think of the bit where, like, another bit that I love is when he saying about he just, you know, he doesn't really plan out and do revenge. He just goes in and kills people. I, 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 I agree, but I kind of I love the bit where he he makes the son like hold the grenade. He's got to hold the grenade up, and it's kind yeah. of like, how long can you hold this up? And then like walks off. I mean, it's yeah. it's really cheesy the timing, you know, because it's like bang, oh. Yeah, that was your other son. But I love things like that where he just leaves people and he doesn't even look back. He's got no guilt about it. I well, love that. Any, any, any superhero walks away from explosions is the Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. No. And he even makes cars explode that look like the shape of a skull from above. Pulling <laughs> <laughs> the daredevil. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of John Travolta as the bad guy? I really like oh, him. Oh, so terrible. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was expecting, like, terrible Travolta, but this is, like, early 2000s Travolta, like Travolta Prime. Uh, So I was was happy with him. Swordfish, Pulp Fiction Travolta. I thought the quality of of acting in this movie was the best out of all the movies we watched, except for those stupid sidekicks. (laughs) (laughs) I have have a bit of trivia, actually. Ben Foster, playing one of the sidekicks, he actually got all those piercings done for real. Oh. He, he was they, my, they weren't pulled out, but they were real piercings. Yeah, he was actually... He was my favorite of the sidekicks, because he was he actually believable, but the yeah. other two... He's a great two, actor. He's a fantastic actor. So. Yeah, but the other two, I was like, you guys are horrible actors. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen, yeah, he, I, I, uh, I did, I did uh, New York Comic Con, and I did press rooms, and uh, one of the press rooms was for the show, The Librarians, and I got to sit across the table from the lovely Rebecca Romain, who is... Just as gorgeous in real life <laughs> as she is on being screen. Gorgeous, being gorgeous does not make you a good actor, though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm 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 partaking in my own like memories and just enjoying <laughs> it. And you just like, strike it down. No, I, I didn't. Was even, good. I didn't even recognize her in this. I was like, I was yeah. like, who is this lady? Like, I don't oh, even. Aren't you blue? Yeah. <laughs> why is it, why aren't you scaly and blue? <laughs> I was. Ha- I, was I agree. I don't think she her. was very good in this. No, I, I don't think she wrong. had much to do though. No, that's true. Mulholland Drive. I don't think it's her fault. I just think she doesn't have much to do. Mulholland Drive's Laura Haring was uh, John Travolta's. Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't as, even uh, Mrs. Saint. 
She's going to the Twin Peaks Fest this year. Woo! <laughs> Yay! Cool. She's gorgeous. <laughs> she is. Uh, so uh, I mentioned a bit earlier. What did you guys think about the the Johnny Cash assassin who sits there and sings you a little song before he kills you? <laughs> that might be my favorite bit in this film. I love that. I liked it. I didn't understand it. I was like, what is going on? Why? <laughs> I can tell what y'all thinking. <laughs> I was pretty so disappointed much. he died so quickly. Yeah, though. he was dispatched. I know. I love yeah. him. Because I was expecting him to be more badass because he was just kind of, you I know. I guess they had another assassin to get around to, the Russian I guy. I guess. But... So weird, though. Mm. <laughs> I, know, I was like, like why? This is such a weird little scene. But it was really weird because there was nobody else in the diner. At least you yeah. would expect some extras in there, but there was nobody else. <laughs> so weird. Uh, another bit I like is when he's uh, the Punisher's torturing the guy using the um, the ice lolly oh, and the that steak. Hilarious. That's great. I love that so much. <laughs> I wonder why yeah. he chose to do that and not actually torture him. I don't know. He's a more cuddly Punisher in this. That's that's Eddie Jemison, by the way. He's mm-hmm. he was in Ocean's Eleven. He's actually a big baddie on uh, iZombie this season. So I was so excited to see, um... to see him in this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've only seen him in Punisher and um, uh, Ocean's Eleven. I think that's the only two things I've seen him in. Oh, cool. Any any other points on this movie? Isn't this around the nope. same time that that Punisher video game came out where you could, like, torture information out of people constantly? I think oh, I have no a, idea. There was a well-regarded Punisher video game that came out, yeah. It's probably around that same time. It was very violent, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, I I liked. Um, oh, one of the other things I didn't like was that that it's kind of like implied that this like voodoo priest brings Frank Castle back to life. <laughs> Isn't that a bit weird? <laughs> hey, he had a yeah, beard like, on, so you know. I was oh, wondering he- how he lived because I was like, he's like Rasputin. He's not gonna die. Like yeah. they keep doing things, <laughs> just like coming back. No, he he didn't get re- like brought back to life by that guy. He. He was just nursed back to health after he already survived on his own. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this I, movie. I, I like the movie though. This movie mm-hmm. also suffers from the uh, Daredevil esque uh, early two thousands uh, uh, soundtrack music soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> we had our uh, Seether featuring Amy Lee song "Broken" playing in the background. We had Drowning Pool. All the all the classics. All the <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> no. That's another and reason. There was Creed on there as well. Come on, oh, there must have been some Creed. Well, this is why the only song I have from this soundtrack on my iPod is I Can Tell What Y'all Thinking. That guy singing in the, in the cafe. Because I love him so much. <laughs> Claire. <laughs> I love it. It's great. I got it on my on my iPod. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was actually thinking, yes, this is a really good song, but why does he have to be singing? I didn't understand. Like, that's the know. only thing I didn't like was the musical interludes, like the random. Like, oh, and there was a tune. <laughs> but there was that lady, like when they were at that party there at the first of it, the bad guys, yeah. and there was this lady singing. I was like, this is just like Buffy. Whenever they would have like concerts, <laughs> it's yeah. just so bad. It just it feels so forced. <laughs> Punisher goes to the bronze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bad. So, should we rate this one? Yeah. Cool, yeah. Mel. Six out of ten. 
I'll say uh, I'll say I'll say seven as well as the the other one because there are more scenes in this that I love, but I find it very uneven, and I really don't like John Travolta in it. <laughs> but I don't really like John Travolta in anything. So well, you must have enjoyed how brutally he was killed. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that was great. I mean it's living out all my fantasies about Being you know, destroying John Travolta. I didn't know you didn't like John Travolta, Claire. I don't. I find him really irritating, and no, um, like... I keep being told by uh, by Brad and Tammy on on my other podcast. They keep telling me that I need to see him in the People versus OJ Simpson because he's doing this crazy, weird performance. And I saw about five seconds of him, and I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Do you at least yeah. like the confused Travolta gif that's been going around? What is that? They I just think I've seen that one. They they put Travolta confused into different things. Oh. I did post that when they did the new um, the new reactions to uh, to Facebook posts. There's a confused trio patrol just walking in front of me because I was like, that's how I feel. I was like, why do I want to, uh, you know, be angry? Oh, I don't know. It's confusing. Oh, I found plenty. It's for the kids. Yeah. It's for the kids, not old people like me. What? He's in a yeah, wallet? Yeah, I've seen this being used. <laughs> <laughs> the best one is the uh, the presidential uh, t- uh, the Republican debates when um, I, you know you guys might not be aware of this as, as much, but uh, we're having all these Republican debates over and over again. And there was this great one where Ben Carson completely lost, missed his cue, and just kind of stood yeah. in the hallway waiting to be called while they, he'd already been called. It was called. beautiful. So they took confused Travolta and put him over Ben Carson. So he was just kind of standing there, walking around confused while like Trump is walking by him and Ted Cruz is walking by him. <laughs> really oh my God, hilarious. that is a... <clears throat> uh, so who need? Oh, so Matt, so what did you want to give this this film? I really liked it. Um, uh, I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10 convenient, convenient torture points. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Um, I, you know what? Even though T- Dolph is my favorite Punisher, I would say Thomas Jane is the one I um, sympathize with the most. Um, and this is a movie I enjoyed more than any of the others. Um, so I will upgrade uh, my points to seven. Because, <laughs> seven. boy, that soundtrack Ooh. really kills it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And I'm broken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we have uh, Punisher Warzone 2008, directed by Lexi Alexander. Oh, you don't want to, want to say one quick thing? Dirty Laundry next, huh? or, or is this chronological? Sorry. We're doing chronological oh, for Punisher, right. and then we'll Please. do... Um, Matt, I'm shocked that you are only now asking to join the Defenders podcast crew. <laughs> yeah, I know what's going Terrible. on there? Um, let, let me in so I can post this thing. <laughs> I will. So I wanted I wanted to say something quick about the Lexi Alexander one. If you guys want to know a lot more about the making of this film, <laughs> I would really recommend listening to the episode of How Did This Get Made on Punisher Warzone. Because they actually have the director as a guest, and it is amazing. I like, heard about just this finding I, out what went into it. I totally downloaded it. I cannot wait to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's one of the best ones. It's so good because you really get an idea of. She has no clue as to why she was asked to do this film because she knows nothing about comics, and <laughs> so that's why she 
just said, oh, I made it look like a comic book, which is why it's really bright colours in this one, and it's so over the top. Um, God. It's just great. It's it's really, really worth a listen if you want to know more about this Punisher movie. It's yeah, great. So it's how did movie, this get made? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her last big movie was Green Street Hooligan, so it's kind of like... Yeah. Because this is that was more like a from the streets movie. <laughs> they thought, oh, I guess so. Good Punisher. <laughs> mm, I don't know. So I have to say as well, this has my all-time favorite moment in any comic book film in it, wow. which is, as I've said before, I know it's high praise, but it just fills me with joy, and it is the Punisher blowing up someone doing parkour <laughs> mid-air with a rocket launcher. Oh, my God. That's my favorite thing ever, because I love that it's just really, like, just giving it to, like, all the films at the time were really, like, incorporating parkour, and you just saw it everywhere, and I just love that you start to see this, like, little parkour montage, and you think, oh, it's the same thing, and then he just blows the guy up midair with a rocket launcher. My favorite comic book movie moment ever. (laughs) I don't know, this whole movie... The violent. The only thing I liked about this movie really was the violence, and wow. everything else. Everything else felt low rent, cheap. Like, <laughs> was this made for made for DVD? No, it was uh, released at the cinema, I believe. I think really, there's no way. really like it. Like the the scenes that took place in the house and stuff. You could tell that was like a set. I could almost see the walls moving, like when the wind touched them. You know. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is the lowest grossing Marvel film ever. Just so you know. With mm-hmm. good reason, I think. And and uh Ray Stevenson's accent was all over the place. Yeah. Oh, I do like him though. I loved him on Dexter. Yeah. I didn't like him. Ray, Ray Stevenson in this film looks the most like my vision in my head of the Punisher. Like really? the oh, yeah. he looks like looks wise. Like an older an older guy, kind of grizzled. Yeah. Um that to me, like for some reason, that's like, yeah, phys- like physically, his performance. I still prefer Thomas Jane, but I I like the way Ray Stevenson looks in the role. I don't. Um, I I don't think he looks right at all. I think like his hair looks way obviously dyed even more than uh, <laughs> than Dolph and Dolph and um, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane and. Uh, when you when you look at Ray Stevenson from the side, his profile is that of Mr. Bean. <laughs> what? Like, he's got the same profile as Mr. Bean, and I, I don't want that for the Punisher. Punisher. Baron Atkinson is the Punisher. <laughs> Amazing! I, I will shoot you all. <laughs> we suck at this. <laughs> What did you guys think of? So, well, first of all, I'm guessing Matt, do you like the opening scene where he attacks the mansion, which is very violent? You know, where he's kind of hiding on the table. Where you get decapitations, you get tons of blood. Yeah, I'm guessing you like the violence in that bit. I liked all that except for when he was on the chandelier spinning around. Boom! Rip off. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. Yeah, I guess it just wouldn't work. <laughs> And I have to ask all of you as well, because you have all um, seen most of the X-Files. What do you think of Doug Hutchinson in this film? Ridiculous. Uh, Robin. Come on. <laughs> Basically playing tombs, eating people's organs. I know, exactly. But he was also, but he was also a ninja. Oh, yeah. yeah. A cannibal uh, ninja. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was like, this. It, 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 he's playing somebody that likes to eat kidneys this time. Kidneys. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I've saw, I saw him blink even once in this. 
He's a scary dude. Yeah. I, I'm a... pretty sure the bit, they said the bit where he kind of makes the meowing, like the cat scratch, and he's like, meow. I think that was improvised. I'm pretty sure. No, I think there him... is. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I would say him and Doug, Dominic West, I think, must have had, must have had <laughs> a freaking blast making this film because yeah. they're having so much fun. <laughs> yeah. The bit where they're like marching in their montage, they got the American flag behind them. Yeah. Like, they were like, like, they watched the 89 Batman were like, let's fucking do this. <laughs> yeah. there, was, there was some parts where like, uh, he just became like a giggling toady, like in the, like <laughs> his brother would say something and he'd be like, hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, <laughs> like, uh, you tell him. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And there's horrible green screen in this movie. And, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what did you guys think of the makeup for Jigsaw? It wasn't bad. I like the makeup for him. I think it's it's um, suitably disgusting. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I think they they didn't because Dominic West is like a good looking guy. They didn't underplay it to go, right. oh, you know, he's he's a good looking guy. So we're all we're making kind of ugly. I, I I really like that they made it. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. It's <laughs> like they've got he's got a completely patchwork face. Yeah. Did they say they used I, I really like the makeup. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why that doctor thought he would live up Why didn't he just that? use his full face instead of bits of faces? <laughs> I don't know. And you were saying about they watched the original Batman, or the, the Batman, but the scene where he reveals his face in this is completely like, it must be a homage to the, yeah. the scene with the Joker yeah, and the yeah. um, Tim Burton's Batman. But the rest yeah. of the movie is like a homage to Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he sets Jigsaw on fire in the end. Yeah, <laughs> that was the great part about going to this movie, knowing nothing about it. Like, I just thought Dominic West was just going to be the bad guy, and he's just going to be plain old McNulty throughout the movie. And then all of a sudden, that whole horrific thing with the glass happens, and then the, the reveal of his face, and uh, uh, yeah, that, I was like, okay, here we go. We're in, uh, we're in freaking Batman territory here. <laughs> Yeah, and that that lackey who looked like Katie Lang barfed. <laughs> yeah, he did look like Katie Lang. Isn't he? He's the one who gets his head squashed, isn't he? Later, like he just yeah. punches I, through his head. I totally thought it was a woman for the first <laughs> half an hour of this movie, and then he opened his mouth. I was like, "Oh, it's a guy." <laughs> I would say, and we get the whole thing with like um, Julie Benz in this, who kind of performing yeah. the same, the same function as Rebecca Romaine in the last film, in that doesn't really have much to do, and is Being sort of a gorgeous. will they, won't they, you know? I yeah, but like <laughs> the sort of will they, won't they love interest. Why do we need that? We is, don't. Is it just? We is don't. it just? The trope. Is it Everybody just uses because it. you know they expect like the girlfriends who got dragged there by their boyfriends need something and that's what they want? Is that what they? We have it in a lecture as well, probably. Yeah. yeah. Is that why yeah. they do this? Oh, it's stupid. I, I like how it. Deadpool like pointed that out in the in the movie. He's like, he's like, ladies, you're probably thinking right now, my boyfriend said this was a <laughs> whatever kind of movie. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I like how. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's it, there's a really no need for a love story if. You know, it's really not necessary. You don't mm-hmm. need a love story in every freaking movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think one of the things I most enjoyed about this film is because, well, my, my perception of the Punisher is like he's just a fucking murderer. And I, I, you know, unless he's getting like revenge for something, I can get behind that. But when he's just hanging from chandeliers, just executing every single person horrifically, uh, I, I, 
I get a little squeamish about it. I'm sorry. I'm delicate. Uh, but uh, when <laughs> when uh, the uh, he kills the undercover bo- uh, undercover boss. What the hell? <laughs> uh, undercover police officer Julie Benz's husband uh, by accident. I'm like, yeah, see, shit like that happens when you just fucking just blow everybody away. Uh, yep. You know, fuck you, Punisher. Uh, so, so I was glad to see that. Not that it really. I mean, she pretty much forgave him instantaneously, right? Mm. <laughs> kind of stupid. But... I'm glad it was uh, the least acknowledged. <clears throat> yeah. What did you guys think of Newman? <laughs> Newman, he's the same character he plays in everything. <laughs> he was he's annoying. Yeah. He I got sacrificed at the end. Yeah. That was sad. Oh, Newman. Oh. That was kind of shocking. I thought he'd find a way to save them both. Cause I, I like what, that. I like that twist on it. usually yeah. happens in a, in a movie, but this is more realistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, definitely. Wasn't very realistic, I didn't but, see yeah. that part. I fell asleep, so I can't... <laughs> <laughs> so we can just make up how it ended, Mel, and you, would, you wouldn't well, know. Well, that's me. Matt told me. Freaking um, bunnies from nowhere. Just They were surrounded by bunnies <laughs> with, with little miniguns. Uh, <laughs> Weird. The little the baby buddies. Like, oh, ah, what did you guys think of the scene where he kills his friend because his friend, you know, was like dying? I thought that was really sad. Yeah, the guy got axed. Cool? Yeah, yeah, that was sad. Yeah. Yeah. I asked you a question. Hey, I asked you a question. <laughs> I like, I like that he covered his eyes before killing him. I thought that was really a really nice gesture. Yeah, but yeah, but then he's like. It's, he's probably covering his eyes so he doesn't know when the bullet's coming, but then he probably heard the gun cock. He's like, oh, it's about to come. <laughs> <laughs> he should have plugged his ears to him. Yeah. <laughs> he should have just sang, sang something to him or gone, shh, shh, shh it's okay. He should have, good, he should have good asked Good night, him. sweet prince. <laughs> he should have asked him, would you rather have your eyes covered or your ears plugged? <laughs> close your own close eyes. Close your own eyes. Oh... <laughs> 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 uh, I'm sure I had something else to say about this one, but I cannot remember what it was. I, it has some cool stuff. I like some of the the production design, even though I do think it looks cheap compared to the others. But the fact that it's really brightly colored, I think, is a, a kind of stands out to me in my memory because a lot of the comic book films try so hard to be gritty and desaturated, not just comic book films, but films in general, that it, it was really bright, um, and colourful. I don't know, it just always stands out to me because of that. I also love that there's a Jamaican-Irish parkour crime team. <laughs> it was kind of weird. <laughs> just for randomness sake, yeah. Colin Salmon um, being super tough Colin Salmon. Yeah. And then getting yeah, super tough. knocked the fuck out. <laughs> 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 so, anything else to add about this one? Um, nope. Nope. I, I I think it's. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say it before my. I give my score. Um, I think this is a freaking horror movie, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I I was just like, uh, I don't know. I guess I I just I'm like, this is our hero. This is a hero, really. An uh, anti hero. I don't get it. Yeah, it it's it, it more like <laughs> a an anti hero. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a uh, a four. <sighs> Ooh. Fuck this <laughs> <No>? <laughs> what, me? Mm-hmm. I'll give it the same. Well, maybe a five. <gasps> ah, a four. I don't know. Probably a four. I fell asleep. <laughs> but I don't know. I fall asleep at good movies, too, so. <laughs> four Z's. You have movie narcolepsy. Oh. 
I'm just trolling you, Robin. <laughs> literally the only <laughs> Literally the only thing I liked was some of the violence. Uh, yeah, so I'll give it a... You horrible person. It's all the stuff I was clutching my pearls at, you loved. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't love it even, I just thought it was... It. it was well done. It was well done. <laughs> it's Specifically the I... chandelier part. No, not that part. <laughs> I think it's more in line with what I imagine the Punisher to be, is just brutal, brutal, brutal. Uh, so I'll give it a... Um... 4.5 out of 10 waffly accents. Ooh. Well, I think I definitely like this movie the most out of, out of us. Um, it does have my favorite comic book movie, <laughs> movie ever because it's delightful. Um, there's bits I really love. I actually like the fact that the, the two villains are so over the top. Um, although I think it kind of makes Ray Stevenson feel a bit muted in the role because it's almost like they're in a different movie because the, the he he's so understated in some ways um but there's bits of it i really like so i'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10 oh. you're crazy <laughs> i love it just because that parkour guy got missile launched Oh, it, that would be five points on its own, Mel. That's how much I love that moment. If I could have that as a, a little gift, just playing on the insides of my eyeballs all day. Oh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> so, what did we rate that one, Robin? Oh, uh, I was going to give all our... Uh, well, um, so far, the averages uh, have been 89 was 7.5, 2004 was 6.8, and Warzone gets a 5.1. Wrong! <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> but we're not done yet. <laughs> not done yet! Wrong, Next but... we have 2012 um, short, Dirty Laundry, Kick directed by up. Phil... Kick him under down. Kick him under up. <laughs> uh, Punisher, Dirty Laundry, directed by Phil Joa- Joano. Joano? I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to own it. Joano. Um, this one, uh, as well, is, is, it is a fan film, but they did actually get Thomas Jane to be in it because they were such big fans of him as the Punisher, if not of the movie itself. Um, so, yeah, what did you guys think? How did this come to be? I don't know. I think they just contacted him and were like, hey, do you want to be in our film? And he was like, okay. And they've actually done some other fan films. I think it's the same guys who did the Power Rangers one. Oh, Okay. Or if they didn't do the Power Rangers one, I'm pretty sure they're the guys that did one to do with Eddie Brock, which is um, Venom in the comics. And they have Ryan Quentin in that from True Blood. That's quite a good one as well. They managed to get Ron Perlman in it, which which is a delight. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure anyway, out what the other I, film is. I like... Sorry. Trying to figure out what? Oh, sorry. I was just looking to see what what other. Fa- I, I can't seem to find the the guy who wrote this. Actually, wrote the uh, the uh, uh, blockbuster movie out right now. London has fallen. <laughs> By the way, is London okay? Has it fallen? <laughs> it fell long ago. Gerard Butler didn't uh, destroy it yet. <laughs> Gerard Butler is in like three different movies this year for some. 
And that was terrible. <laughs> None yeah. are as terrible as Gods of Egypt, which I have seen. Oh my word, that is terrible, terrible. Yeah, terrible. yeah. I've seen. Why? Yeah. Awesome. Don't don't see it, Mel. I've I suffered. Considered, I considered seeing it just because of the ridiculous plot line. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible, and it also has um, it has uh, actress playing Electra, Elodie Young, in it, huh. which is kind of a shame, but. Um, you know, it's it's a really bad film. Don't see it. Probably not the worst yeah. movie she's done. <laughs> it's the GI Joe movie. I've never seen the GI Joe. Oh, I don't know if I've I've seen the first one. I don't know. Right. So, uh, Dirty Laundry. The Punisher takes out a gang using nothing but a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> I'm making a little heart shape with my hands can, right can, now. Can I can I summarize this this short? <laughs> okay. Punisher does some laundry and listens to people getting freaking uh, picked on, tortured, beaten up. Finally, after about 10 minutes, he decides to go just, just kill everybody in, in a haze of CGI uh, blood violence, and it's over. It's like freaking stupid. It gives him the choice for the woman to actually kill the other guy. He leaves yeah. the lighter there, and he gives her the power to decide, which I like. Like for it's seven not just minutes, him. we're just sitting there waiting. He's sitting. He's the pun. This is not a Punisher film for like seven minutes. He's just sitting there doing laundry, listening to everything happen. It is because he's again. You said like Thomas Jane is the one that you could empathize with the most, and I think this yeah, is they carry that over to this fan film because he he's kind of so beaten down. He doesn't know. He doesn't want to get back into that that sort of pattern of violence. I think. Until the end. Even, I like that. I like that it's not just him running around killing people, the whole thing. Is that even, though, conveyed in this film? Like, I have no idea why he doesn't react. Does it? Does it? Oh, no, you don't know. It's just... No, you just... It's just from... If you, if you look at, like, his performance in the 2004 film, I guess, and just the way it's played in this, he only takes action after he speaks with um, Ron Perlman, that kind of propels him to action. And that's kind of him, I guess, reclaiming the the Punisher identity. Although he gives the T-shirt to the kid at the end, which is kind of yeah. Weird. I wonder if he's supposed to be the same Punisher from that movie. That's your kid gave that so. shirt. Your kid gave that shirt to you. <laughs> oh, it's ugly. It's shrunk in the wash. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think, Matt and Mel? I liked it. I don't remember much about it. That was the first thing we watched. Mm. Uh, I just remember him doing laundry and not really caring about people getting beat up. Yeah, exactly. I think the the effects show that it obviously had a much lower lower budget. Yeah. Um, I thought it looked so. better than Warzone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really like it though. I mean, it's uh, it's just like a little short film, so there's not that much to it. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a pretty decent fan film. Didn't have a Punisher mobile though. He just had an old creepy van. <laughs> what the, Pun- the Punisher mobile look like? It was in the two thousand four movie. Oh yeah, it was. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> See, another thing about the two thousand four movie I don't get is the Punisher going creeping around and moving like fire hydrants or parking things, whatever, <laughs> yeah, and hiding earrings. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't imagine the Punisher doing this. this is weird. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted to completely destroy John Travolta, like before he killed him. Yeah, his yeah, I don't is think just that's... to kill everybody, and yet he's going to take them take him down emotionally first. What? Yeah, yeah, kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else to say about this this one? No, it was solid. Cool. Um, 
I'll give it a eight out of ten unbreakable whiskey bottles. Yeah, and this is when I say you're crazy because I give it a ten. Ah, boo! I'm giving it an eight out of ten as well. What do you expect of a ten minute? Short. What can they do? <laughs> uh, more. Instead of having your lead hero go to a laundromat for fucking like uh, three quarters of the film, watch him just stare into space. <laughs> I think if it was just ten minutes of him just running around shooting stuff, that's not plot. That's not any not kind of development in this short time. I just think I like the fact that they did something that you wouldn't expect with it. I like that one. I can be I can be surprised, and it kind of surprised me when I watched this. I was surprised how bored I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really remember much of it. Seven out of ten. It was well done for what it was. Mm. And I brought it down to a six point two average. Boo, Robin. Boo. <laughs> cool. So I, I'm really last... hoping I like the the. I'm really hoping I like John Bernthal's Punisher. I hope they write at least just write him better. Well, from what we've what we've heard, it, he seems to have a really good grasp on who this character is. Um, obviously, there's going to be fans that are annoyed either way because there always are. But uh, yeah, it's... I think you're right though. He's going to fare a lot better being like a supporting player than because he's just it's definitely. Just... It's not interesting at all as a main player. The same as Electra, which we can discuss in the movie. <laughs> Electra, 2005, directed by Rob Bowman. Follow-up to uh, Daredevil. It is actually like a sequel to Daredevil because we have Matt Murdock show up in the director's cut. Yes. And starring Jennifer Garner, who was uh, Electra in the Daredevil movie. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, you can't be. So first thing I should say is, yes, that character is meant to be, is, is called Typhoid Mary, Matt. Obviously right. nothing like Typhoid Mary from the comics. The girl? No, no. no the dead, the no. dead yeah. lady? Oh. The one who, like, sucks people's life yeah. or whatever out of their lips. I, I really think that she was just, they were like, ooh, let's get this, like, hot actress to play her. And yeah. do you know what would be really hot? Is if her an electric kiss? <laughs> It's like, yeah. oh. That's pretty much what that was all, all about. You know, um, you know, uh, the like a few days before I was going to watch this movie, it just happened to pop up on io9 a review of it, mm -hmm. and it says the Electra movie is some, somehow so much worse than you remember. That's the type <laughs> of it really is. <laughs> Um, I gotta yeah. say, like, this falls under, like, you know, I, I just scrolled up, actually, in our ratings, and I noticed that I gave uh, the 2003 Daredevil an 8. <laughs> it's just because, like, it falls in that, like, I don't know, I, I liked the Daredevil movie, I was excited to see um, Elektra um, doing her own thing, I love Jennifer Garner, freaking, uh, it's, it, of course also suffers from horrific soundtrack uh, problems. Um, but, uh, I, you know, this was uh, definitely weird. Like, uh, it's weird how, like, all this uh, mythology is built around this rich Greek girl whose father was murdered, and after she... Then she gets murdered, like, immediately, and now she's, like, this huge assassin that all the criminals know about. Oh, it's don't like, forget her mom gets murdered first. Her mom gets murdered, then her dad gets murdered, and then she gets murdered. Yeah. And it's so, like, like it's a quick succession of events, and it's like, 
she doesn't actually build up any sort of reputation. I guess that maybe it happens between the films is when she's like, because Jason Isaacs is straight up scared to death of, of Electra, and I just don't see how that how that even yeah. happened. <laughs> but it's from the comics, so mm-hmm. that's yeah. I love Terrence Stamp. Um, so oh, I thought he was stick. terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, I just thought he was so phoning in his performance. Oh, well, like, I, just did not did not give a shit. And it's, I'd prefer Terrence Stamp phoning in. He played in Stick. <laughs> oh, he was, yeah, he played Stick in the film. I, uh, does, in the comics, does Stick have anything to do with Elektra? Yeah, she um, trained with the um, the Chaste, which is kind of the ninja off, offset that, that Stick you know, now kind of runs, I guess, or is part of. Um, and then she also went to the hand, which are the the kind of flip side, the sort of more evil ninjas, if you want to say good ninjas and evil ninjas. So, yeah, he, um, yeah, it was kind of written in once. Um, I mean, Electra was created by Frank Miller when Frank Miller took over, over Daredevil in the 80s, and he created the characters of Electra and Stick and so kind of connected them. Um, and also connected them both to Daredevil's origin story as well, and sort of rewrote Daredevil's origin to make it much more intertwined with, you know, martial arts and ninjas and things like that. What did you guys think of the treasure? <laughs> the little this girl. girl irritates the crap out of me. Yeah, she was. I don't even know why she was like, "I love you, Electra." You're like my mom. I was like, "Why?" She's like. Love immediately she didn't even know her mm. because they're both the same they both have ocd apparently i was like why oh so my they've, god they've weird. tried in vain to give Electra like something to make her relatable and they right. decided to give her ocd i i don't get it i love it's, the oh. epic ocd montage music uh, <laughs> yeah i don't like her costume in this movie it doesn't fit <laughs> i like her costume in terms of i think that's the closest we would get to her her comic book costume, which I mean, there's no way we're going to get her actual comic book costume because it's it's ridiculous. It's completely impractical. But I like that. That's probably like visually, that's the closest we'll get with like the, know, the red silks it, and stuff. It feels like, <laughs> but it's completely it, impractical to fight in. It feels like it was made for somebody else, some other actress, because she doesn't fill it out. It, like if there's like she's swimming in it on, on the, the top part at least. <laughs> oh, I didn't like, notice. Yeah. The, <laughs> just say it, man. The, the busty air. Don't she have bigger boobs? Is that what you're saying, Matt? No, I, I wish it fit her better. You wish, you wish that her boobs were just spilling into this thing? No, I wish <laughs> I wish it didn't have so much extra fabric there. Yeah. Like, like yeah. make it make yeah. it closer to make her. It fit, yeah. yeah. That's true. Maybe, it does like, look a lot she lost a lot of weight like in mm. the boob area. Huh? Maybe she lost a lot of weight in between her costume fitting in the boob area. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the the villains? Like the guy, well, I should say one of the villains, uh, members of the Hand, is this guy called Stone, who's like the big, big guy. Tree smasher. And Stone, sorry. Tree smasher, right? Is that? That's yeah, the tree smasher. The guy who um, kills. <laughs> and he is from the comics, and Stone is like this gigantic ninja. And what did you think about uh, all these like supposedly amazingly powered ninjas? Just getting killed and turning into like a puff of fart gas. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I didn't know why this happened. Because <laughs> of the what, supernatural. What causes you? What causes you to become a fart gas being? I'm thinking it's something to do with the rating. They were like, we can't have dead bodies lying around or something. 
because it makes no sense. Or, you know, I guess they're saying it's some kind of ninja power that when you die, you explode into, like, green fart gas. I don't know. <laughs> it's for the video game. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, the scene where uh, all the laundry's flying around? <laughs> Somebody put, <laughs> put that laundry in the away. Gosh, it's getting everywhere. Laundry montage. <laughs> I like some of the fighting in it. I thought some of it was okay. Yeah. There's some really goofy special effects, like the guy who can control his tattoos. <laughs> whose name is Tattoo. That's kind of dumb. That, that Matt they actually blame, said something. Blame. He's like, why, why didn't they just make it, like, just a bird? Why does it have to meld into his body like a tattoo? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why can't he just control birds? <laughs> <laughs> well, not even that. No, I think the, the point I was making there was why was the tattoo surveilling as graffiti oh, instead, yeah. of, instead of just being surveilling as a bird? Heard. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so you could get his little winky eye when it <laughs> like closed in on it. It's like ding. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Also, about, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. No, please. Go ahead. No, you. No, no, please. Well, please, I was gonna bring up uh, the guy from ER. I'm like, this is like oh, Goran Vishnik. Probably, probably his yeah. first big blockbuster movie role. <laughs> no, he was in Practical Magic as well. Oh. Don't you oh. remember that great movie? No, Ooh. I guess not. <laughs> but I wasn't buying that relationship. But he's at all. clearly in it for a sort of will they, won't they love yeah. interest, and it's just and it's it's weird because I think the story for this film, or like the actual bit about the treasure, was inspired by a an absolutely gorgeous uh, one-off book called I think it's Lecture on Wolverine. I think I have mm. to find out. Um, but the stories, I mean, I have that just because the artwork is amazing. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's where they got the story for you this. But it's kind of like, pretty no, much, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm shallow. <laughs> I'm shallow. Uh, but I, I, it's it's so obvious that they sort of wrote in this girl to kind of humanize Electra and this guy, you know, to possibly be a love interest. But the problem is that once you start doing that, the same with the Punisher, you start trying to humanize these characters then they obviously get like a conscience or you know morals and won't be killing people and that's what people want to see from these characters because that's what they're known for so it just doesn't yes. work i would rather uh, i would rather have heroes that are relatable and have feelings than, than having just well, i don't think it makes her murders. relatable at all i don't think it makes her relatable at all because it's so badly done because I think they did it yeah. with like Deadpool. Deadpool's a killer. He's an anti-hero, but he is likable and relatable in the movie. You so it I can realize. be done. But I just think when they've done it with the Punisher and Elektra, they've just done a bad job at doing it. Um, I don't know. I, I liked I liked the relationship between uh, Elektra and the treasure. <laughs> uh, she's a really a precocious kid, and she does get annoying at times because you're like, "Will you fucking just?" Leave her alone. Leave Electra alone. She's she's trying to she's trying to brood. Come on. <laughs> and uh, I didn't quite understand what the deal was with the uh, weird necklace or why she all of a sudden was super talented at kung fu um, because of the weird necklace or something. It's she had the she had the glow. Maybe? She had necklace powers. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, uh, Mel, what did you think? It was pretty awful. I didn't like the little protege lady, the little protege <laughs> girl. She was annoying. Yeah. I thought, I thought, I don't know. She's just like, like freaking, like, I don't know. Just a kid you want to punch in the face. <laughs> 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 I 
Yeah. It was like Jason Isaacs in it. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm literally like racking my brain to think of good things, and I'm like, uh. It was the most unremarkable. It was the most unremarkable movie I've ever seen. I felt no feelings. Yeah. 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 Felt like a dead person inside. (laughs) It's just that's my main problem with it. It's just so dull. It's that's the main issue I have with it. It like I'd rather a film was enjoyably bad or just really bad than just dull because oh yeah which is why i I was like i'm definitely not re-watching this for this you know i like that they greened up i like that they greened up jennifer garner's eyes (laughs) i thought that was funny they did that in daredevil very green i can't remember yeah she had those weird green contacts in daredevil for some reason so weird um uh, one part that didn't make well yeah one part that didn't make sense to me that i thought they didn't earn is her her buddy like sacrificing himself while they escape. I'm like, who is this guy? Oh, Why would he? Yeah. Do her? Like, I thought this guy was really dull. I thought this guy was like, he seemed like he would be the type of guy who would be out for himself, but he was all like self-sacrificing, and they didn't earn that by showing him that quality in him beforehand. Right. Mm. Yeah, you don't really, you don't really know much about them at all. I'm. I thought um, some of the locations were pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It looked Matt. Matt was saying he thought it looked like it was filmed in Vancouver. Was it? I don't know. Didn't you say that? Yeah, I did say that. But does, I don't does know Claire know where it was filmed? It, has Vancouver it looks like I, I have no idea. Hiro Kanagawa is in it. Colin, Colin Cunningham, of course. And unfortunately, dear listeners, that is where our recording stopped. Um, but as you can guess, we were not very impressed with the Electra movie as a whole and gave it very low ratings. Um, so it was an interesting experience rewatching these. For well, re- I didn't rewatch them, but the rest of the guys did. Uh, definitely to prepare us in terms of what to expect from season two. With particularly with Mel, um, not really being familiar with these characters, so uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing how they uh, deal with Electra and the Punisher in season two. The early uh, feedback I've heard in regards to season two has stated that Electra is actually one of the series highlights. So that's really exciting because, as I mentioned, I don't think she is a character that has really been captured that well before in the Elektra and the Daredevil movies. So yeah, less than one week to go until season two hits, and we will be covering the first episode two days after it hits Netflix on the 20th of March. So please send us your feedback for episode one. Episode one is entitled Bang. Um, We will be joined by a special guest for that episode. Let us know your thoughts, what you think of the series so far. And if you are watching ahead, feel free to send us your thoughts on any extra, uh, any of the other episodes. But please mark that in your feedback in the subject line, just so we know which episodes you're talking about. But we really look forward to discussing them. And I can't wait to uh, spend 13 hours this Friday watching Daredevil. It's such hard work being me. Uh, Anyway, thanks as always for listening, guys, and have a good week in the uh, run-up to the release of Season 2. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported international license. 
That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!